Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 1253, and I'm Dr. Neil, your host of the show. Hey there, welcome back to another special Friday edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send me the questions, and I answer them for you. Now, if you want to send in an audio question, come by oldpodcast.com slash ask, or you can call in your question by dialing 61 I love ohd That's if you want to hear your voice on the show. Now, I'm also taking email questions. You can send those into health at oldpodcast.com. Now, try to send those questions in within the next three days because we're doing another random giveaway on the first of the month. If you want to know more about me and my background, my education, my experiences, definitely listen to one of the other Q&A episodes from, oh, I would say last month where I go into more detail about that. Like if you want to know why I call myself Dr. Neil, am I a real doctor or is that just a nickname? Well, I'll tell you right now, I do have my doctorate degree. But again, you can hear that in previous Q&A episodes. So in the meantime, I'm going to keep this intro nice and short So let's get to today's question and start optimizing your life. Now, today's question came via email. Steve writes, Happy New Year. As part of my resolutions, I'm aiming to build more muscle mass with increased resistance training this year. Beyond increasing protein intake, I heard that using creatine is key for big muscles. Is this true? What does creatine do? Should I be using it to get a more muscular body composition in 2021? Thanks for your wisdom and hard work as always. Thank you so much for your question, longtime listener Steve, and happy new year to you as well. Hmm, is it still too late to wish you a happy new year? I know that comedian and co-creator of the television shows Seinfeld and Curb Your Enthusiasm, Larry David, has very strong opinions about when it's appropriate to wish someone a happy new year and when it's too late. In fact, according to Larry David, the statute of limitations is three days, so I guess I'm way beyond that window. But I feel like because you wished me a happy new year, I should return those wishes. Anywho, back to your question, Steve. Well, actually, let me delay one more time. Before I discuss creatine and its effectiveness on performance and muscle growth, I'll start with a disclaimer. I am not sponsored by any supplement manufacturer. My goal, as always, is to tell you the truth to the best of my knowledge. More often than not, my information comes from published research studies. So by giving you information from published research studies, I'm hoping that what I report to you 
comes from a minimally biased perspective. This is because when we rely on other people's experiences with supplements, meal plans, or workout routines, there's a really high probability that what they're doing may not work for you at all. This is why we need well-designed studies so we can try and figure out if creatine supplements, for example, work for most people. Also, please know that each supplement manufacturer is different. Some follow strict quality and purity standards. Others don't. So before you buy a supplement, it's best to research the manufacturer first. Okay, now, finally, let's get to your question, Steve. Now, you asked about creatine and what it is. Creatine is a compound that the liver naturally produces. It's a really interesting compound because some researchers call it an amino acid, whereas others refer to it as a metabolite. Don't you just love it when we can't decide what to call something? That doesn't make it confusing at all. Either way, here's what we can agree on. Most animals, well, really any animal with a liver, including us humans, make creatine naturally. The term creatine is actually a shortened version of creatine's full name, creatine phosphate, or sometimes it'll be called phosphocreatine. When you buy creatine as a supplement, you may see it called creatine monohydrate, I'll discuss why that is in a bit. But basically, the liver makes creatine, and after it makes it, in the form of creatine phosphate, it gets sent to the muscles. Now, because this same process occurs in other animals, if at any point we consume animal flesh, like beef, chicken, fish, pork, etc., we consume small amounts of creatine. It's been estimated that for most adults that eat animal products on a regular basis, we consume about one gram of creatine per day through our diets. So, what does creatine do when it's in our muscles or when we eat it? Well, creatine helps our muscles generate energy. So more energy in the muscles may mean more strength and endurance, both of which we want when we're working out or competing or when we're trying to change our body composition. This is why creatine supplementation is so common. If we can get extra, Maybe we'll have more strength and more endurance and bigger muscles. Steve, you asked whether creatine supplementation is necessary for building large muscles though, which is one of your New Year's resolutions. No, creatine supplementation is not necessary. This is because the most important factor when building bigger muscles is simply using them. All the protein and creatine supplements in the world won't help unless you create a demand for those nutrients you have to make the muscles hungry for those nutrients. Without that, all of that extra protein and creatine won't be used to build those bigger muscles. Instead, the body will probably just excrete them. So to create this demand, we have to work the muscles. As the muscles get bigger, the advantage is they're also able to store more creatine. So you'll create both a demand and increase muscle storage capacity when you work them. So for training purposes, The American College of Sports Medicine recommends aiming for a range of three to five repetitions when you're lifting. This is designed to help increase muscular strength. If you can perform more than five repetitions, the weight is probably too light. You can perform multiple sets of the same exercise with the goal of achieving three to five reps per set. Just know that when you lift heavy, you need a longer rest break in between sets to recover and regain your strength. So, rest those muscles for two to three minutes in between the sets. On the other hand, if you're not very experienced in the weight room, it's not advised that you start in the three to five rep range. 
that weight will probably be too heavy. So you may want to aim for 8 to 12 repetitions at first, then once you get comfortable with those weights, start to get into the 3 to 5 repetition range. Now, if you want to build up to lifting a really heavy weight just one time, what we often refer to as your one rep max, well, without experience, that can lead to injury. That's why it's often not recommended for beginners. But again, if you're more advanced, you can work up to performing one rep maxes as well. The advantage of performing a one rep max is, of course, muscular strength, which will hopefully make the muscles bigger, which will allow for them to store more creatine. Now, I've been mentioning sets and reps, but which exercises specifically will help with bulking up? Well, compound exercises seem to help the most. These are moves that use multiple muscle groups at the same time. So examples of compound exercises would include bench presses, because bench presses require to use your chest, shoulders, and triceps at the same time. Pull-ups would be another example, because this exercise targets your lats, shoulders, forearms, and biceps. Same with squats, deadlifts, rows, military presses, lat pull-downs. All of these require to use multiple muscle groups at the same time. So these are some of the key moves then that will help stimulate muscle growth. I should also say that you don't want to perform these types of compound, heavy lifts day after day, week after week. You want to mix in some cardio, maybe after a couple of days of lifting heavy, throw in some lighter weight sets, variety is key. Variety is important to avoid imbalances and injuries. Now, if you and your healthcare provider do decide that using creatine supplements is right for you, then you wanna be sure you buy the right type of creatine supplement. The body seems to respond best when supplementing with creatine monohydrate, as opposed to its other forms like creatine pyruvate. Studies have found that for most people, Creatine supplementation with creatine monohydrate is safe, provided that the product is free of impurities and that you follow the dosing instructions. So for those with pre-existing kidney disease, for example, creatine supplementation is not recommended. This is because any excess or unused creatine has to be removed from the body. How does that excess creatine get removed? Well, through the kidneys, which may place them under excess stress. So here's the bottom line. All the creatine supplements in the world will probably not help someone build larger muscles or get the physique that they're looking for. Remember that anytime we eat animal flesh or animal's muscle tissues, same thing, we consume small amounts of creatine. Either way, placing consistent demands on the muscle cells so that they're able to use the proteins and creatine you consume in your diet is key. That means performing some resistance training and ideally, incorporating some heavy compound lifts. Thank you again so much for the question, Steve. You're gonna be entered into a very small raffle on the first of every month to win a book, which is in just three days. So if you wanna be in the raffle, send me a question within the next three days. You can email one to health at oldpodcast.com. Or if you wanna hear your voice on the show, come by oldpodcast.com dot com slash ask. There you can record your audio question from your computer's microphone. It's really easy and you can even play back your message and do retakes before sending it in. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in your question. The number is 61 I love OHD. All right, that'll do it for another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily. Thank you so much for listening. 
Thank you for your continued support. I hope you have a great start to your weekend and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.